2: and gentlemen, you are now entering the Second Big Comics Podcast, starring Mark Clare and Rims
0: It's the final It's the final crisis. I'm tempted to do the but, you know, whole song because I actually do love, I, love that song. I can't song. keep going. No, I could. I really could. But uh, yes, this is—it's not the final crisis event that's for sure but it is the final crisis episode of our crisis month looking at dc's classic crossover of all crossovers crisis on infinite earth i will tell you right now uh we're going to dive right into the story so if you have not heard the last two episodes for some reason i don't know how you, you somehow stumbled upon the third part of this crisis series go back and listen to the last two episodes of the second print comics podcast uh by the way i, I was so excited to get into this i almost forgot that uh, remzo to introduce remzo who's uh you know joyfully Along with me, Remzo. Hello, hello. How are you? You,
2: you? you know, it's like Sweet Caroline. Once you get to that one point, you game. could be in a slasher film being hunted by Jason. And <laughs> as long as he whistles that tune, we're we're all coming out for the for the final part. <laughs> totally. But, uh, yeah, Mark. I, I mean, just going back and like I listened to last week's episode, just kind of understand where things were going before I, I I went back and read the final couple issues and like. This this whole book is weirder than I remember. It's, in crazy. A good way. it's like, crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Awesome. <laughs> but like they were really they were really taking some chances with this one. They went
0: wild. They must. It, it must have been really fun, actually, to to be able to just like wipe out universes, pull over characters, slap things together, have dinosaurs in World ghost War Two. Ghost tank. Yeah. So um, that being said, I, I think we're just going to dive right into this thing. Uh, we'll we'll skip the skip the formalities here uh, because. Hey, this thing is a big thing, and we're going to dive right in. We start in Crisis on Infinite Earths issue number nine. We start on the planet Oa, and I I couldn't have been happier with how this issue started. Why? Because my man, Guy Gardner, is is meeting with the Guardians in Oa remzo i know we have discussed him before but why don't we do it formally remzo what can you tell me about guy gardner the one true green lantern
2: (laughs) he's got a bowl cut mark
0: he does not in this one though oddly enough i i I noticed he has like a a clean cut maybe this is a weird other earth version of guy but he usually does have a bowl cut yes
2: yeah but he's a redhead like redhead superheroes unless you're the flash you are going
0: after everybody the balds the redheads My God.
2: The redheads aren't really people, even the sexy <laughs> ones like Black Widow. We're we just, just
0: trimming away fans every single week here, and I'm fine with it. Frankly, that's what we got to do
2: sometimes. Guy Gardner, he came in after John Stewart. Why does Earth get so many Green Lanterns? That's what I want to know. There's
0: somewhere around. The, I think you're right because John Stewart first came around in the 70s, I think, and then I think Guy Gardner showed up in the 80s at some point. So, I could be so wrong. if
2: we're going, if we're going canon and non-canon, we got Alan Scott who's not technically a member of the Green Lantern yeah, Corps. Yeah, he
0: has a different First, kind of Lantern.
2: Yeah, then we've got... Hal Jordan. We've got Hal Jordan, who was the who basically became the Green Lantern after Abin Sir's death. Then something happens to Hal Jordan, and we get uh, Jon Stewart, who's my personally... He's my favorite Green Lantern. Then, then something happens again, and then we get Guy Gardner. And then when Hal Jordan becomes parallax and quote dies and quote that's when we get kyle rayner yep and then in the mid 2010s we got two more male i'm sorry two we, <laughs> we got, got simon we got
0: bez and uh jessica jessica cruz. cruz
2: jessica cruz is pretty cool simon we haven't seen him around much probably she is the sexiest people. lantern i'll say that she, well she is, she it's is
0: her guy I'm, I'm not decided yet you know i have a thing for guy
2: you're you're, you're <laughs> green lantern fluid but then we got then we have like some type of kid Green Lancer now, like Earth, oh, there's a kid just, now, too? Earth is greedy. Earth, yeah. yeah, she's she she's there. She's like 12. But wow. Earth is just getting greedy with these Green Lancers. I've just kind of lost track with where they come from.
0: Yeah, well, uh, for whatever reason, Guy Gardner has showed up and he is talking to the the Guardians of Oa here and uh, they're kind of breaking things down for him. And they're like, look, we need we need your ass, Guy Gardner. We need you to be our champion. Jon
2: Stewart was not available.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I guess he I don't know. Yeah, we couldn't find Jon Stewart. I guess he wasn't. I don't know. He was John a great.
2: Stewart was pulled in by the monitor so he's been doing like you know legends of tomorrow shit with everyone a <laughs> ghost tank who, yeah, who ghost has tank. only appeared in the page so far but I've always been hoping you'll appear back in a side he, panel he so
0: will when we revive it when we get to the $1,000 level on patreon patreon.com slash second print pod if you would like to see us revive the ghost tank series thank you very much uh, but yes the the guardians they, they ask him to become a green lantern so I guess he had a green lantern ring at one point but maybe I think they say it was called a power ring so may, yeah he says you you know now we now offer you the ring of power will you be a green lantern and he's like i've always wanted this ring so yeah so i don't know he was he had a ring before but i guess he wasn't really a green lantern he was just i don't know he was just holding it for a minute i'm not really sure he was like
2: the national guard of green lanterns like he is but <laughs>
0: yeah, but not really yeah. Yeah, like They're kind of like the army, but not at all. Uh, yeah. So, and he's like, no evil is going to escape this green lantern site. And right as he says that kaboadumi, and there is a huge explosion on Oa. There's only like the guardians have like died. The, uh, five of the six of them have apparently died. And Guy Gardner's like, aren't you guys immortal here? He's like, well, they're uh, the one that's alive. I'm not sure. He's the one that has a name, but I forget what that name is at this, at this moment. Um, But yeah, he, he basically is like, yeah, I'm, you know, antimatter changes the fucking rules here. So you know we barely survived this thing but you know I I need you he says go child go for yours is the mission of vengeance this is by the way we get a lot of this particularly in this uh, issue these little asterisks that that, that, uh, branch off into other series so this is the point where the crisis is really becoming a crossover like there's so many references to other series where they take off so this is actually all we see of Guy Gardner the rest of this he goes off and does some some vengeance of some kind for the Guardians Uh, and I'm not really sure what that is maybe someday we'll look at that story who knows since I do love Guy Gartner. I am going to probably make you do a Guy Gardner story at some point. Uh, moving Thank along. God. <laughs> yes, get ready for it. Uh, Brainiac has collected what I'm calling his League of Villains. He is not calling them that. Um, and they are just, it is just crazy, the the villains that are in here. I think my favorite one is Chemo Man. Or no, he's not even Chemo Man. He's just Chemo. He's just this big humanoid bat of chemicals, and he's not even sentient, but he just goes around destroying things.
2: You're completely ignoring Catman.
0: Catman is, um. he's there. He's interesting. Um, there's the, who's that, the they, they name him later. He's the big hairy guy. Um, I don't know. I There's forget. A big hairy animal guy. Where? No, not animal. Man. Oh, there he is. Yeah, it looks like Bigfoot. Uh, I forget what his name is. They, they mentioned him later. There are so many characters in this. It is truly like impossible. How many characters do you think actually appear in this series? like uh, close to a thousand maybe not a thousand that's probably absurd but I mean, hundreds for sure eas- i could probably I, look this up you
2: know if if you, I, you i'm gonna look probably it up. you could probably go for thousands no well close maybe a thousand it's crazy. i mean you count all the people who were just like killed in like other people's panels like in the background
0: i mean i'm not counting random you know
2: ghost tank has appeared one time mark he says one thing in the entire book and he's in one panel. Imagine all the other ghost tank equivalent mofos <laughs> who just got killed off randomly. This
0: is true guys. You would never notice if you, if you blink twice. Anyway, I don't know. There's a lot of characters in the series is the point. So it can be tough to keep track of. Um, but yes, where was I here? Uh, yes. So, uh, Brainiac is collecting his, his league of villains and he, he's saying I can no longer detect our foe that being the anti monitor because originally he was collecting these villains to sort of team up with the heroes, Maybe and try to take out the anti-monitor because he was a threat to the universe, which means he's a threat to Brainiac, and Brainiac's whole thing is is surviving. Um but uh so but now now that the Antimonder is taken care of, Brainiac's like, hey, since I got all these villains together, this is the perfect time to strike because the heroes are just all scattered about on different earths. They don't know what's going on. Uh they, I guess guess what they actually ended up doing. They they somehow left three earths basically uh unattended. So Earths three, or no, Earth, Earth 3 was one of the first ones to go. Earth 4, Earth X, and Earth S. The heroes basically all left these Earths and went to go hang out on the Earth-1, Earth-2 combo Earth if you're keeping track of the Earths at home. Um, yeah, no, there's a funny scene here, uh, where the, all the villains are, are listening to Brainiac and earth ones, Lex Luthor, uh, when earth two Lex Luthor, who is like younger with shorter red hair, I don't know if he's younger. He's about the same age with shorter red hair. Um, he's like, wait one bloody second. Who appointed that second rate lab rat, our spokesman. And, uh, and he says, I'm the Luther of earth, earth two. My genius is far greater than his. You don't need him. And then poof, he just gets exploded. Brainiac just kills him and says, farewell. Cause he's very polite as, he destroys people, uh, and that's it for Earth Two, Lex Luthor. So, uh, who we hardly knew you but one of just so many characters just bite the dust in the series. It is it is freaking crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Um, let's see, we go, and the Titans are on. A, this is just another like we're setting up uh, another story for for Titans. This is for setting up New Teen Titans number fifteen. It doesn't matter this story. What's the orange one's name? I always forget that orange chick, Starfire. Star- Starfire. She is going back to her home planet, um, f- and bringing Nightwing and their son. And her home planet aliens are like whispering to each other they're like oh she brought her lover we should tell her the truth uh i have not gone to read teen titans number 15 new teen titans number 15 to find out the truth so again
2: Burke the, the Mark. truth is she's gonna get married off to somebody
0: i figured something like that yeah yeah that's, he's that's gonna have it. to
2: fight nightwing and long, long story short Starfire's solution is, what if I just marry you both? Oh, So interesting. Nightwing is like, uh, no, I ain't a cuck. And he walks away and she's like, please, Nightwing, it can work out. Wow. So then she ends up marrying the other guy and then the other guy dies a few issues later. And then she goes back to Nightwing and she's like, please take me back. And he's like, OK. <laughs> and uh, yeah.
0: Inspired by Jonathan Hickman, or vice versa, Jonathan Hickman made Jonathan Hickman travel back in time and inspired that that Thrumble situation.
2: holding story. Uh,
0: yes, yeah, so we go back and uh, we see like a, a series of reporters just very casually reporting on the fact that a couple Earths have merged together. This being Earth One and Earth Two, so you know we see like World War One biplanes, we see dinosaurs, we see volcanoes because. Cause those are from some year, I guess volcanoes, And there's just all sorts of madness going on on these merged earth. And, uh, like the heroes are just kind of, Hey, we get another to be continued in firestorm number 42. My God, I did not know fire for fire, firestorm. Uh, even had a book, and oh no, Firestorm! I knew Firestorm had a book. Yeah, I was thinking of this other character who's like Fire, oh, Firehawk. Yeah, uh, yeah, Cyborg's like, hey, did you guys meet Firehawk? We met up in the JLA satellite. So I think Firehawk is from some other Earth. Um, again, it it gets really difficult to keep track of all this multi uh, multiversal multi-earthal uh, madness. Um. I don't know who she was referring to here. Wonder Girl mentions her boyfriend Terry is missing. So she's gonna go look with Firehawk. Yeah, that's that's setting up fire uh firestorm at number 42. Do you know who she's referring to? Who's Terry?
2: I have no clue. Okay, me
0: neither. So it's
2: we Match.com. I you, know.
0: you stumped us, Wolfman. You stumped us. Uh yeah, there's just I just put in my notes lots of crossover asterisks in this section because they're just here. Go read all these books now. Please send send us money. Um, meanwhile, Alexander Luther is going to address the leaders of all five. Earths, uh, as reported by... Reporter Clark Kent, which is very nice. Uh, meanwhile, back on Earth One in World War Two. So it's like Earth One, but in World War Two, things get confusing. I just put I just put my notes. Sergeant Rock has no clue. They're just like, what the fuck happened with that thing where the heroes showed up and we were fighting dinosaurs? And that's all we see from Sergeant Rock, Sergeant Rock here. Um, so yeah, Alexander Luther is uh, yeah he's, he's at the U.N. now uh, addressing the Earth. And he's like, look, everything's cool. He's there with Pariah and Lila. And uh, he's like, yeah, everything's cool. And Pariah's like, yeah. I don't sense anything bad happening. I always get bounced from universe to universe, wherever there's evil and wherever people are about to die. Uh, so I, I think we're good here. And, it's like
2: bringing a crackhead to Thanksgiving. Yeah. You can, but why?
0: Yeah, and then uh, this, these these UN guys are like, how do we know this is not bullshit? Like, how do you know we're really safe here? And just as Priya is like making his case, he's like, look, I haven't disappeared in forever. Things are fine. He, of course, disappears. So everyone, uh, you know, freaks the fuck out at this point. Um, and But right as he disappears, who appears in a hologram graphic projection but brainiac and he basically tells everyone yeah while you guys were sleeping while you guys were having this little un meeting we went ahead us villains went over and we took over earth 4 earth x and earth s now to recap i'm not sure what earth 4 is earth 4 is is summer i think the earth 4 is the charlton universe which is a uh, blue beetle and 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 friends uh earth x is again where world war ii like never ended so we have uncle sam and um all those cats the what are they called the patriots of some kind something like
2: that they're dead, so.
0: Uh, no, well, Uncle Sam lives. I don't know if they, yeah, there's there's probably a few of them that died.
2: Well, they're dead to us. They're dead to us,
0: that's for sure. Uh, and Earth-S, which is the home of the Marvel family, um, which, uh, yeah, some of them survive. I, th- I don't think, I don't know. Do all of them survive or some of them survive? I don't know. I know Captain Marvel does. Uh, Shazam. Uh, and basically, yeah, and then Lex Luthor's like, yep, I'm here too. And uh, yeah, not only that, we're gonna, I'm gonna rule Earth 1 and Earth 2. So we already fucked over your other planets, but I'm gonna rule over these two Earths. That's the deal we made. I hope that's cool with everybody. It's not cool with everybody. And we see a couple heroes, an odd couple of heroes, I would say spring to action. The first one, not so odd. The first one is, is uh, Clark Kent takes off his, uh, his blazer. Always got that Superman outfit underneath. He takes off to go uh, do some superhero stuff. We also see this other guy, uh, Jack Ryder, who turns into the creeper? Let's give this one a roll, Renzo. What can you tell me, if anything at all, about the creeper? <laughs> I don't know. We stumped him. We stumped him again. We stumped him again. We're stumping you a lot in this one, but I don't blame you because this is insane. a lot of
2: things are possible in the crisis mark. Yes,
0: that, that's true. Just about everything is possible. Uh, I don't know much about the
2: creeper either, but
0: he—he's just really, really weird looking. He has got is long red hero? hair. I—I I guess he's acting like a hero. He's acting like he wants to, you know, stop is bad things from happening. But with um, a song. That's possible. Yeah, Thong, he's got like yeah. He's just weird. Boa with him. <laughs> he got this weird. Stri- is that a boa or his hair? I can't tell. It's weird. Whatever. It's it
2: like is. it comes out of his armpits and wraps around his back like a troubled lion's mane. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm impressed or horrified. He's just, he's just, he's there.
0: Yeah. We then see uh, Earth Two Superman, who is the older Superman, along with Power Girl, who is like, and I still, I'm, I still get so confused about the Power Girl Supergirl thing. She is an alternate version of Supergirl. But like she's not actually Supergirl. I don't know. It's weird. It's confusing. It's comic stuff.
2: She's Supergirl, but thick.
0: But thick. That is actually thick. that. Uh, that's exactly accurate. That's not your two C's. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And they're trying to break through this wall between earth two and earth four, um, to get, you know, to go, you know, fight these villains or whatever, but that's just not working. Uh, so Lila and Jay Garrick, she grabs Jay Garrick. She's like, Hey, we got to go find someone. They go grab Wally West. Um, and they go take him to rebuild the cosmic treadmill. He's like, Hey, you went on the cosmic treadmill once with Barry Allen. He's like, yeah, I did. So of course I can fucking build it. <laughs> it was absurd. It's like thinking I could drive a car cause I rode in a Porsche once. Uh, and, or, and I could build the car. I mean, uh, oh, by the way, uh, Wildcat is still here. That's just in my notes, just in case anybody forgot. As are the Metalmen, uh, man. There as is the new Doom Patrol, man. There is just heroes, heroes galore here from a variety of universes. Uh, but yes, they do rebuild in record time. Well, they are speedsters, so I guess we can use that explanation. Uh, they build a new cosmic tre- treadmill, and Jay Garrick, along with Young Wally West, run for their lives. Uh, and eventually, um, yeah, they uh, they break through. They break. This is how that. This is basically what the heroes are going to use to get to the other earths to battle um brainiac and, and lex Luthor's uh you know kind of league of villains uh, at this point we kind of just get a, just a, a bunch of battles over a series of pages between a whole bunch of random heroes versus random villains on random earths uh earth s has been like frozen by like killer frost and captain cold and all the cold ones uh we see some battles in atlantis um there are just a uh, uh, battles galore here, as uh, the heroes of all the Earths battle the hero- the villains of all of those same Earths. Uh, we even get an appearance from uh, Jason Woodrew, my old pal Jason Woodrew, uh the Floronic Man from who uh, we may remember from uh, that. This so I think actually takes place after this, I guess, in chronology, or is it before? No, it was before this. That was like '83, yeah, uh, when he was in the the Alan Moore Swamp Thing. That's earlier. I always forget how early in the '80s that that series was. But uh, one of my favorites that we will certainly be returning to at uh, some. Point. Maybe pretty soon actually Because it's been a while Since we did that first Swamp Swamp thing episode It's been a while Since you talked about me Swamp thing There's there's my, my horrendous Alan Moore impression Coming back Yeah
2: smoke more I think that's I the smoke key more. To a good Alan Moore Yes
0: correct uh, let's see. So yeah, earth S is frozen and yeah, there's just pages and pages. Of, there's probably like 10, 15 pages of just, you know, crazy, crazy fighting here, uh, amongst the various earths and, uh, Brainiac and Luther are up in like Brainiac space station and they're chatting. They're like, honestly, I don't even give a shit who wins right here. Cause no matter what happens, uh, me and you buddy, we're going to rule the whole fucking thing anyway. So whatever if the heroes win, we'll just conquer those fucking heroes. They'll be so devastated from this battle. The villains win. Cool. They're already on our side. Uh, and right as they're, um, mean, I was kind of just cackling about their little plan here. Brainiac explodes. And who is it Who is it that appears the most know-nothing fucking villain ever? His name is Simon. We saw him earlier, and that is how we end issue nine with Simon having taken out Brainiac and is threatening Lex Luthor to be next. My, my, my. Uh, It's really funny. Some of the guys that have have some semi-major, sort of major, but not really roles in this crisis, but that's it for issue nine, Remzo. I am. Wild stuff.
2: I went ahead and like flipped through my book, and now I'm like a few random pages away from where we just were.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I blazed through the fight backs. scenes because it was just, it was just so much.
2: Yeah. So th- this next issue is going to be really fast, but here's the reason why uh, I, I, I got to give credit to the artwork because issue to issue, everything has been pretty succinct, but the way they kind of tell the story. I love, th- I love how, I love how based off yeah. how they want to go ahead and tell it. So for this issue, um, what they did was they basically have two parallel stories. One is a parallel story in which I think... And they don't explicitly say, is that Lois Lane? Which
0: one? Who's- oh, no, it's Lila. Yeah, she's writing, like, the, the monitor files. She's basically taking all his data and, like, writing a fucking novel so, about so it. So,
2: basically, Lila... Ly- Ly- yeah, Lila. <laughs> basically, what she's doing is she's going to basically chronicle... Everything that has happened, because as she's able to transcend all the multiverses, she's hoping that at some point they will succeed. But who will tell the story of what happened? Who will have an understanding of who is good, who is evil in everything that has created this new existence for however many Earths are left? So you've got that story in black and white throughout the bottom tread of the book. So it's like a newspaper comic strip Mm -hmm. while on top you've just got like this cacophony of fighting and long story short, I'm going to kind of blaze through this, but Lila is basically giving a summary throughout the, um, the entire issue. And she's basically starting from when the beginning of the monitors time of Monitoring to where they're going. So if let's say you were at the newsstands when this was coming out and you picked up this book and you collected nothing prior to this, you might be a little confused, but don't worry because everyone else kind of reading this would be kind of confused. But what oh, they basically yeah. did Reading like it called, only helps a little. <laughs> yeah, I call it like the first Bendis block because comics nowadays, especially all the Marvel books, the first page is always a summary of the last issue. Well, this is basically Lila... Um, summarizing everything that has happened up until this point. Mm -hmm. So understand that's happening at the bottom. It's a lot of text. It's a lot of exposition, but it's nothing that we haven't gone and done in a much more entertaining way. The last two parts of this crisis series on SPC. So I'm going to leave that for you. And I'm just going to go ahead and blaze through the top stuff because we see some murder. (laughs) So basically (laughs) Simon, who is about to get his gangster on is about to kill Lex Luthor. And next thing you know, freaking brainiac blows up his head entirely but i but he, he was like, dead. shatters his exposed brain and he's he's down yeah, it's um sick. it's pretty freaking violent anyway what we see is we see uh kamadi on earth one yeah ba- basically started- simon
0: like knows nothing about brainiac he just killed his one body but brainiac's like yeah this whole ship is me so i just had it make another body this guy like, this guy's gotta do his research next time
2: yeah, so well, so basically no what's time. happening is um Brainiac and Luther and their teams they're at the point where they're like listen there are only so many Earths left so we're just going to invade the hell out of everything so on Earth one uh you've got the giant uh who 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 is the giant chemo is that's
0: chemo yeah right chemo chemo yeah, right, chemo, chemo. Well, yeah. That's, he's okay, on well, yeah he's just burning earth forwarded to smithereens
2: yeah, he he's just he's just like setting shit on fire and it's not it's 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 pretty horrifying. He's like a Japanese kaiju. Meanwhile, we go over elsewhere and we see that uh, Garth Aqualad, his his girlfriend has basically been murdered, which kind of sucks. And uh, then we go over elsewhere on Earth 4, New York City, and we see that Black Adam is like destroying Hawk and Dove, and he just beat the shit out of, uh, out of Robot Man. And they're, uh, they're challengers. I'm sorry. No, they're not the challengers. They're Doom Patrol. Yeah, basically, Doom Patrol's getting their ass kicked the by the
0: new Black Doom Adam. Patrol. The new Doom Patrol.
2: Oh, yeah, because they're actually. Actually, like of the new, right. like new Teen Titans. Everything's
0: new right now, yeah.
2: Yeah, on uh, on Earth S, things aren't going any better. You've got Doctor Savannah, you've got Despero, they're all out trying to do evil shit. But lo and behold, the Martian Manhunter shows up, and, uh, and he's one pissed. The other. Yeah, like at this point, everyone's just in a grudge match. Everyone's so feeling pretty are, grumpy about the whole situation now. Yeah, then you've got uh, Silver, I think that's her name from the uh, um, from the Metal Men, and they're trying to save Billy Batson captain marvel so now he's able to scream shazam and he's all jacked as f now
0: i like that a lot of these heroes are because for a lot of them it's the first time they're meeting each other because they're from different universes like like captain marvel was from a totally i forgot the name of the comic company that used to own uh, the captain marvel character but uh but yeah now he's being brought Wiz into these universes. Comics? comics wow yep, that's interesting so. yeah but like captain adam's like hey or no not captain adam the adam he's like hey hey i'm the adam uh i was told to take your your like uh your muzzle or your gag off i don't know why and he's like i'm i'm not just some kid shazam oh no but he says this is when oh, this is before he said shazam he just says i'm captain marvel oh no he did say shazam yeah no, he says shazam yeah, yeah. but it's
2: never in like a word bubble it's yeah. like shazam it's like it echoes yeah shazam is a christmas movie by the way yes
0: I've, we've been over this
2: yes <laughs> i'm gonna try to, to convince my wife
0: to watch it with me and, and pitch it as a christmas movie hey
2: hey want to watch a christmas movie you've never seen it's
0: ramzo's favorite
2: how do you say shazam in spanish we're
0: gonna watch shazamo uh, we're gonna, we're Shizamo, gonna, we gonna watch. I'm gonna try to get her to watch the and Iron Man three back to back on Christmas. Let's there
2: see. you go, and then she's gonna be like American culture. Um, <laughs> anyway, on Earth X, you've got Batman, and uh, I don't. You, you could see. You can see somebody just getting zapped in the background it's like you look at half these characters and it's just like yeah, yeah it's, it's
0: hard to tell who's even dying in some of these on some of these yeah. panels
2: oh you see speedy i think this is uh after he was addicted to heroin so yes. i don't know if that was in the
0: 70s as, i think so yeah he's yeah, he's apparently he's recovered be,
2: i don't think he's gonna be as useful oh right
0: the now. shaggy man that's who i was talking about earlier um they're that's like his name yeah they're the shaggy man and they say he's not even alive like he's just like they, i can't stop him the shaggy man's not even alive so i don't know what the shaggy man is i, I i'm actually Actually, uh, you talk, say some things. I want to find out to some more about this Jaggy Man.
2: Yeah, so I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep going, but basically you've got everyone fighting across these Earths. Remember a few issues back, we have the specter. He was freaking out because all the fabric of space-time was falling apart. Well, he goes into like giant watcher mode and he's able to speak across the cosmos, across all the Earths, and he's like... He's
0: a synthetic human. He's a synthetic humanoid created by some crazy
2: scientist. That's about as far man, as I need DC to go to He must have been getting lazy of characters. Yeah. Anyway, the Spectre screams stop. You must cease this mindless battle for while you all fight, the end of the universe is at hand. Hear the word of the Spectre. You must all know what you must do. The Anti-Monitor still lives and now he seeks all the destruction of all life. He has fled from this era, retreated to the past before life evolved, before the Earth was formed. He has traveled to to the very dawn of time itself. From there, he will change the course of... all time no longer will there be positive matter there will be antimatter and the antimatter will prevail all earths all universes all life will be eliminated so while everyone was out being a dick to each other the <laughs> matter came back a while back as we remember and he's like you know what i'm just gonna go prime earth which is earth one and i'm just gonna kill everyone and everything and at this point, you know, the, the specter's just like, while your foe remained in the antimatter universe, I was powerless. But I saw I observed the monitor recruited all people, heroes and villains, not to fight amongst themselves, but to combine their awesome powers. And at this point, the specter's just basically like, listen, you all got go to go this antimatter verse where this prime <laughs> earth is and you got to stop this shit or everyone's going to die. That means you won't ever be able to live long enough to get your hair implants. Lex Luthor Thanks. Thing. <laughs> so now everyone is like, you know what? It's kind of hard to take over planets or save people when everyone is dead, including us. So they basically get their shit together. And there's a sweet moment when we see old Earth 2 Lois and Earth 2 Superman, mm. you know, like getting together and hoping that they'll be able to see each other again after this. And then out of nowhere, we see this kid fly down, he's wearing a Superman suit and he's like, uh, please, I'm Superboy from earth prime. You've got to bring me too. And they're just like, uh, okay.
0: (laughs) Okay, kid. Sure. Like, we don't know you, but you do have that costume and you seem to have powers. So, all right.
2: Well, we'll take another one. So at this point, uh, Lex Luthor and Brainiac and everyone, all, all the characters have basically teamed up who have magnetism and stuff. And they're basically getting together to create a portal using, Um, you know, like, so the Speed Force and all other... DC science shit with magnetic fields to try and get to the antimatter verse. Oh yeah,
0: they're actually they're not. Not only are they are they at Earth one, they're at the. They had to go back to the dawn of the universe because like that's the only that's where that's where the anti monitor went. He was like, oh, I'll go back to the dawn of the universe and eat everything then, so none of this shit ever even happens. So that's where they go to stop him. To clarify,
2: yeah. So meanwhile, all the, all those heroes led by all the supermen and random Superboy, they decide to go ahead and fight him. So they they get to the antimatter verse and they see. The, the anti-monitor doing his shit so they start fighting. Meanwhile I guess another...
0: I hate to actually you too much. They're not actually in the anti They actually are in the po- The prime universe at this point, right? They're in the positive matter universe yeah. in Earth-1, not, not in it's the anti It's Is it
2: an anti-matter universe? Hate, no, this is
0: the regular positive universe at this point. Okay, well, fuck I believe, science. I believe.
2: Um, anyway, <laughs> We're debating, so they're, debating they're, they're fake they're science all, they're, here, but yeah. They're, they're all fighting and next thing you know freaking uh, Pariah shows back up because he's fucking useless like usual. And he's like, no, you can't do this. You can't stop him. Somebody stop him. And you know, the anti is like, all life will be destroyed. After 10 billion years, I shall be victorious. I feel a force resisting me though. Who dares? And it's, it's a specter and he's come back like a giant and he's like dragging the, um, the anti through space and time. And what this basically does is this causes a giant seismic shift at this point, you see everyone like freaking out, wondering. I what's have to
0: clear. I just have to clarify. Just Jesus, to, I, okay. I'm sorry, but it's 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 intricate, and I want all the intricacies. There's the other. This is like where the villains. So there's, they're basically they're going to two different places in time. They're going to the dawn of time where the anti monitor has retreated to to like do anti monitor shit. At the same time, they're going to another point in the past on Oa where that guy Krona, like looked at the dawn of time and saw this hand and like started this whole thing. So they're going to these two. Uh, events that were told to us, I think back in uh, issue seven. So it's these two moments in time at the, in these two places in time that, that are, are the events that sort of created this thing because Pariah was also looking at the dawn of time. So basically Pariah saw the monitor and like pulled the anti monitor into the universe just, and, and, as, just as Krona saw the beginning of time and saw that hand of the monitor. So basically it's, it's one of those time loop things where the monitor being at the dawn of time uh, caught, you know, the, People went to go look at the dawn of time, the, these two people, Pariah and Krona, and Anti-Monitor reached through those portals, and that's how he brought himself into the universe and started the fucking crisis. So I, that's why I wanted to clarify it, because it is an important uh, thing. To Y'all think I'm just being
2: lazy. I'm just tired. <laughs>
0: it's just a lot. No, it's complicated, man.
2: Okay. So basically, that shit happens, <laughs> and it works out, I guess, because the next page shows a merging of the worlds. And I want to read this part because now we don't really know who's narrating. It's somebody mysterious, so cold and dark for so very long. Then even the burning light was immer, imperceptible, imperceptible. That's a SAT word. <laughs> in the beginning, there were many, a multiversal infinitude. But then the light grew and the multiverse shuddered and the darkness screamed as much in pain as in relief. For in that instant, a new universe was born. And you see this giant, single Earth. This is the first time I've only seen one Earth instead of a whole bunch of Earths colliding into each other. A, multi- a universe with mighty worlds orbiting, burning suns. A universe reborn at the dawn of time. What had been so many became one.
0: Are you in a trade back? Yes. Okay, because you just jumped into issue 11, which is which is my issue.
1: Oh, I will, <laughs> which is I fine. We've,
0: we've been, we've been alternating, uh, just for, uh, you know, save our, our sake of our sanity. So I, I can, this
2: is crazy. Is that a cover then? Does that show that you as a cover?
0: The cre- Ooh, let me see. I, I, I took, I took the, that is a yes that is a that is a cover of that issue yep
2: oh man it just this mm-hmm. is the first time it's unveiled on the left side so i just yeah. thought it was it was them doing something fancy okay because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sh- sh- bam i'm using my own word now and
0: suddenly we're on crisis issue 11 before you even know it we are nearing the home stretch but yes Remzo set it up perfectly uh the earths have merged into one universe and we're gonna see how that all plays out because we get uh we see Earth 2, the older Clark Kent Superman, waking up, going, he's like, oh, what the hell happened? I had this weird dream where we were where the multiverse was collapsing, and we fought this anti-monitor thing, and, oh, well, that was weird. Oh, well, time to go to work. And, and he, you
2: were there, and you were there, and you were there, too.
0: Yeah, so he, he heads to work at the Daily, uh... It's the planet, right? I always confuse the planet, the planet and the bugle. Yeah, the planet, it's the planet in DC. Goes to work at the Daily Planet and he's like, oh, What the fuck is this? Like, he sees Perry White and Perry White's like, What are you doing here, man? Who the hell are you? And he's like, Perry White, what am I on Earth 1? Like, what, I guess there's no Perry White on Earth 2. I don't know. And then um, regular Clark Kent shows up and like, Hey, it's my uncle, Clark. Uh, I was named after him. Hey, everybody, this is it's It's just as dumb as people not knowing Clark Kent is Superman because the glasses is not knowing that this is the same fucking guy, like like 20 years older with like great here but whatever it's comics and we're gonna just uh, roll along with this one um, and uh, yeah so Superman and Superman go after like we don't what's going on here how are we both in the same earth like what the fuck ha-? like because no one knows what happened last time thing they know they're battling the anti-monitor and then here we are all on the same earth together um, so yeah Superman they're, as they're flying old soup he's got to give soups a regular regular soups Earth one Superman some shit here and just tells him to pop the damn question to Lois he's like yeah yeah all right he's like I've seen you too I, I, I think I'll keep it keep it as is but thanks Don't
2: be such a pussy Clark.
0: Yeah. They also discuss how like there were reports on the news that Supergirl died in some battle, but without specifics. So there's just like weird things going on, like Supergirl existed and she did die, but they don't really have details about how. So it's like the events seem to have happened, but most of the world doesn't seem to really know that any of this stuff stuff happened. Um, Very opposite of, of what happened in the, you know, in the wake of death metal, when suddenly everyone in the universe knew about the multiverse, but that's a whole nother thing that we'll get into someday. Um, so they go to This
2: shit's complicated. Oh yeah, Wait just get, that happens, kids. We'll get
0: I'm actually so excited to go through all these crisis events because they actually just get more insane and make things more confusing, but a lot of them are fun along the way. So we'll get there. I am a fan of Infinite Crisis, which we'll probably do. That'll probably be the next event we do like this, I would say. It's a pretty much a direct sequel. Um uh, anyway, yeah, they go to uh find Jay Garrick who does know them. He's like, "Oh yeah, Earth 2 Superman, I know you. I know both these supermans. Uh I was in the JLA." Uh and they're like, "Yeah, we got to go get the Cosmic Treadmill." I, again because we don't know what's going on anymore and they're like I think they're saying like oh yeah, like, there's no Earth 2 anymore but we're here on this Earth but we exist like what the fuck is going on so they're going to go get the co- tos- cosmic treadmill um, in order to go over to Earth 2 because they, they still think there is an Earth 2 so uh, the two flashes well, they get Wally West too, and so Jay Garrick Wally West and so two flashes and two supermans walk into a bar uh, go onto a cosmic treadmill and they go to Earth 2 or so they try to but they just are met with a void of nothingness there's just nothing fucking there and this is when earth Two superman uh really like has the realization he's like oh like this doesn't exist anymore earth 2 doesn't fucking exist i fucking left my goddamn wife saying i'll be right back from the store honey to go fight the anti-monitor and now it doesn't fucking exist so he's he's having a hard time once you realize once he really realizes what's going on here uh, but basically yeah basically what happened is all the heroes that were there at the dawn of time they remember um you know they 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 remember the battle and they were there um but they're the only ones that remember because they were there at the dawn of time and that's where everything changed so everything from that point was just this one universe combined except the all the heroes who happened to be present at that battle with the anti-monitor back at the dawn of time uh they all remember that event because they were there at the dawn of time does that make sense to you Ramso? in comics it does i'll buy it We'll take it. Uh, Some heroes find like a a dead uh, body of of Brainiac and they, um, you know, so we'll get back to that. They end up reviving him and and something happens that I'll, I'll circle back to. Uh, Meanwhile, Guess who's back back again. Harbinger's back. Everyone's favorite multiversal hero or sometimes villain, or we don't even know what she is again to recap the ridiculousness of Harbinger. She is all multiversal versions of Lila turned into one now. And so maybe since there's only one earth now, all the multiversal Lila's are back as Harbinger. I don't fucking know. Cause there's also Lila writing the anti-monitor chronicles or whatever. So I don't know what's going on, but whatever. I I will say I
2: just go crazy. And then they go write a best-selling novel, like eat, pray, love or something.
0: (laughs) We'll get to this in the review. I love this story though, generally, but there's a couple characters that I just could do have done without. And those characters are certainly Pariah and Lila. I think I, I just, I can't stand either of them. They're just created for the story. And I don't know if either of them do anything ever again. Um, but I, I feel like this all could have been done without these pointless, annoying characters, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, that's my rant about that. Uh, moving along though. Uh, yeah. So char- different characters are trying to figure out kind of what's going on still. Huntress tells her little story of going to her apartment and then seeing a different name on it and realizing she doesn't even exist in this world. Now, Huntress is Helena Wayne. She is the daughter of Bruce Wayne from earth Two, uh, not from earth one. So on this, on earth one, there's no Helena Wayne, except there is Helena Wayne. Cause she exists. She's like, I looked myself up. Like there's no record of me existing. No one knows who I am. Uh, my dad, like Bruce Wayne never had a kid, all this stuff. And yet here I am. So there's there's weird stuff where these heroes were carried over, but there's like no history of them existing in these universes. Um let's see. So yeah, uh we there's also an old Dick Grayson. Uh he's from Earth 2 as well. So they're kind of they're kind of uh sharing in their sorrows over the loss of Earth too.
2: Um then, makes Helena feel better than old Dick.
0: <laughs> he, old Dick is comforting. That, that, that is for sure. Uh
2: but uh, yeah, and the Harbinger is basically
0: telling the story of what's going on. She's like, look, whatever shit happened in the past there with Monitor, anti monitor. Everything got reset. Now there's just one earth, one past, one future, one timeline. So we get a new history lesson and she just goes for the beginning of time again, just goes through like various events, various wars. So now we kind of are seeing this new timeline. So in this new timeline, God, what do they call the freedom fighters, uncle Sam and the freedom fighters did exist in this new timeline. They they fought in world war two as did Sergeant rock. So all these characters from different universes are here now. And even, even um, uncle Sam is like, well, what do you mean? We were in earth. We're from earth X like this. This doesn't make sense. She's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but it's comics. So just deal with it. Uh, that's basically what Harbinger says. She's like, yeah, there never was an Earth X, but you went back in time and were there at the dawn of time. So now you exist. OK, whatever. We get it. Uh, we see some new history here. This is when. So I'm not sure what changed here. So what was the story before? Because in this version, they, they show like and this is meant to show like something different that happened is that they, you know, Batman's parents got shot in an alleyway. Was there at some point was there like an alternate version of that origin story?
2: No, I think.
0: I'm not sure, or maybe the point of this is just that they're saying there was one Batman here, because they're just saying this. Because maybe the Earth Two Batman had a different story, whereas this is like the Earth One Batman story. That might be one.
2: what. I...
0: Yeah, there's, I don't there's know.
2: Got, there's an indicator.
0: It just says one Batman, one one only one.
2: Oh yeah, I think it's to basically show that this is in. It's it's the retread of the new timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're just well, going I, okay. And, okay, so this is my guess. When. They went ahead and did the first one in Batman's first appearance in Detective Comics. It was a guy holding a revolver, whereas this guy appears to be holding a magnum.
0: Okay, so that's the update.
2: I mean... eh. (laughs) The weapon he's wielding. How many times must the Wayne's must die? Still too many. More. We have to
0: do crisis on infinite earth so we can change the gun. <laughs> that's what that's Marvel for another pitch meeting. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we're just basically getting some updated, an updated history. Listen. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, because they show, because they show the pod escaping Krypton too, right above that
0: right and there's only one and this right and this is when there's like there's only one krypton and it's not it's call l not call l single l and this is when earth to superman really breaks down he's like
2: oh oh i know i know okay i know one thing this is showing that uh batman is at least nine years older than superman okay this is getting this is getting a similar towards a uh you know, a situation like that where Batman is more of the mentor and less of the up-and-comer around the same time Mm. as Superman.
0: Okay, I'll buy that one. Let's take that one. I'm grasping
2: it. at crisis. on like infinite earth straws here, Mark.
0: It works to me. Uh, yeah, but this is where earth through Superman, like really loses it. He's like, yeah, this is where I kind of mentioned this earlier, but it's really right here where he just flips out. He's like, I left my fucking wife for this shit. Now my earth doesn't even exist. And he just takes off and regular Superman's like, I'll stop him. So he's, he's going to take off after him. Um, there's some weird shit that happens here that I never really understood. There's like a murder mystery going on, uh, in Las Vegas. It, it, oh, I, I, this is what it is. It they find the body of what's his name of, of of uh corrigan james corrigan who's the specter and i think yeah i think this I'm, i don't know I, i'm actually really confused about this murder mystery thing but i think it has something to do with the specter because there's it's all seems to be the same scene where what's his name phantom stranger and the demon who's the guy with the d on his on his like a uh, belt it's not dead man and uh, it is dead man yes it dead. is dead man yes yes thank oh. you <laughs> have confidence in yourself Remzo you know more than you realize.
2: Dead man for $500. Uh,
0: anyway, um, there's a bunch of weird shit happening. Dr. Occult does some shit, um, and I'm not really sure why, but we, we do find out there is a meaning to whatever Dr. Occult is doing later. Um, and we also meet, uh, they, there's also this, uh, so this is when the shadow creatures start coming back, the shadow demons. So just when they think, alright, well, maybe uh, we're just on one Earth now, and it's kind of weird, but at least like that, those guys are gone. But nope, they're back. And uh, this one chick is fighting them. Um, she's from Gem World. I'm not sure, I think she has like an 80s cartoon that they own the rights to too like uh jamming the top fucking holograms or some shit i don't know i don't know but she's another one that got pulled over from another universe um so yeah w- weird shit is happening here and the the shadow creatures are back and again we're just we're just headed back into chaos now all these characters on various different earths are now uh kind of like battling uh these uh these shadow creatures again um so it's just it's just all happening again Oh, yeah, basically uh, Earth Two Superman is, is flipping out while regular Clark is, is trying to you know, console him. And he's like, look, it seems only those of us who stood at the dawn of time remember there was ever a multiverse. It will take time to forget. So he's basically like, don't worry. You'll probably eventually forget about your old wife from that other universe. It's all good. Uh, meanwhile, on Themyscira, some heroes are going there. And we also see t- there's two Wonder Womans that meet each other. There's like a young Diana and a new and older Wonder Woman, because this is also they're recon- reconciling the multiple origins of, wa- of Wonder Woman here like in one and one of the universes, she was born and was like you know the daughter of Zeus or something, and in another universe, she was like made of clay i th- I think the clay one is the one they end up going back to here, but uh yeah it's 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 all confusing um and then we also this is how we find out that uh like the villains don't remember anything, and this is how they figure out why uh because like Batman goes to Luther and he, he likes Luther in jail, and he's like, man, that was crazy how you helped this battle the anti antimunder and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man uh, yeah, yeah, good one, Batman, whatever, You're not gonna catch me in this lie." Uh, in, in this little scheme of yours. Uh, and so he doesn't remember the shit at all. Uh, so they're like, that's when they realize, like, okay, it's just us that were there. Like it's these, these even the villains who were involved in this thing over on Oa at a different point in time. Uh, they don't remember any of the shit. It's only those of us that were there, uh, at the dawn of time. Um, and then also power girl is like, why does anyone even know who I am? <laughs> and, and I'm thinking the exact same thing. Um, let's see. We also see gorilla city again, King Solovar. He did not die before he was just, he was just horribly injured in the, in the first, in the, the crisis three or it's a new earth and that's why he's alive whatever it's hard to keep track at this point but the shadow demons are attacking there uh we also see these like splunkers i don't know who they are cave carson i don't know if he's a is he a comic character of, of something
2: Cave carson has a cybernetic eye you've never seen that
0: what is that from
2: cave carson is a co- he's a comic book character. i do remember he, a Cave carson a- has
0: a cybernetic eye thing is that yeah, yeah they that-
2: made a whole, they made a whole bunch of like short cartoons on like cartoon network they were like you know, a minute long or something like that.
0: I think they did a Vertigo like they, they, series, too. See,
2: I have that full run. That is one of the best full runs I've ever collected. Really? I, lo- we should, uh... I, I love Cave Carson. It has a cybernetic eye.
0: When did that come out? Can that be a what Mark missed? I mean, I I missed it either way. So
2: it it came out like 2012, 2013. Okay. I was like like a freshman in college when Cave Carson came out because I, I remember wanting to get it, but then I couldn't because I was doing army shit. And then at Awesome Con 2018, I went ahead and bought every single issue.
0: Wow all right it's awesome the world's foremost cave carson fan yeah well that's him anyway before he had a cybernetic guy he was just a sp- just a common spelunker and he f- him and these other guys uh found an antimatter uh just a whole bunch of antimatter matter in the middle of the earth and they're kind of freaking out about that understandably they're like hey call the titans that's the first people i think to call the teen titans how about the justice league i mean how about go 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 higher here um but yeah meanwhile pff, fucking goddamn pariah's disappearing again of course he of course he is um and uh the kenny
2: of the dc universe there's been like a
0: background story this whole time between uh lady quark and pariah where you know she's the only survivor of her earth like all the other characters were wiped out and she's like pretty pissed at pariah because they found out pariah is the one that like started this whole thing with the uh, you know looking into the past seeing the anti-monitor but then they later in the last issue realize the anti-monitor did this anyway he just did it back in time and so it's not really his fault so then they made up for him so she is actually like she's she's like wanted to kill him this whole time but then this issue he's disappearing and she's like Priya, what happened oh my god and she's like actually upset that he's disappearing so there's like been a
2: Stockholm syndrome
0: that's oh, a nice little character. Arc. Well, I don't blame Pariah. I mean, I, I hate Pariah, but don't get me wrong. He's really annoying. Uh, but you know, it, he didn't do it. it. It is what we realized. It was all, all of this was the anti man monitors doing the whole time. Um, so it's a nice little, nice little story arc with lady Quark. She's got a heart of gold that Quark. but anyway, um, there's some crazy shit happening. The shadow demons are coming back. And basically this new earth um, gets swallowed into the anti matter universe. And um, these two Superman, I'm not sure how they exactly got. Oh yeah. They cause they were like had flown into space. So they, they, They are basically inside the anti-monitor universe and they are seeing just the, the, the head of the anti-monitor. And he just says, welcome to my universe. Welcome to your doom as the anti-monitor is facing down an old Superman and a young Superman. As we head into our finale, the final crisis, or at least the final crisis of this crisis, but Remzo, I'll let you take me home take us home so
2: basically all those random other characters like rip hunter and dolphin and animal man and atomic Knight people you'll never definitely see in a dc film anytime soon they're still on brainiac ship trying to figure out like what's going on how's this guy just like floating around is he dead is brainiac dead and long story short brainiac is basically kind of dead but um, he's been reset. So basically Brainiac isn't going to just start murdering everybody. Meanwhile, um, we see both. He's yeah, like Supermans. nice Brainiac now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's all right. He, this, this Brainiac sort of. is a good, good dude for now so basically both supermen freaking out they fly back to metropolis and they're standing on this roof as they can see the outline of the anti-monitor basically he's gained like specter level omnipotence so this dude is everywhere at this point all the heroes are looking up as they're basically like oh shit we didn't end it we didn't end this guy um. Meanwhile, uh, basically, Lija's back. So Lysha is basically like, listen, I've got to take you guys elsewhere so we can go back and figure this out. So now Lijah is collecting all the heroes that she knows were at the dawn of time who know what's going on. Um, meanwhile, things are just going crazy again. We see that the darkness is alive as the anti-monitor screams and we see all those shadow people the shadow demons coming back and they're just causing havoc and things are almost worse now than they were before. We have a whole bunch of heroes trying to save people, trying to fight these things. And it, it's just not really working out. Meanwhile, everyone's going back to try and see what they could do about the specter, but the specter's in like a coma. Um, at this point, you know, they, they've gotten everyone back together who remembers what was going on before the earth's merged. And at this point, what they realize is that, in order to basically fight the anti monitor, they're going to basically have to somehow like push him out of existence or some weird shit like (laughs) that. I, that's the best way I can explain it with my like, you know, public school education knowledge. But what ends up happening is, um, What, you didn't learn, you didn't take antimatter studies. I must've missed that part, but if I knew it was this cool, I would've definitely paid more attention. Mm -hmm. Uh, meanwhile, they're going back to the one place. It should time. be a science textbook. <laughs> there, there, That's
0: going to be my course. I'm going to teach science via yeah. crisis on infinite earths.
2: Um, basically, uh, Brainiac is going to the one place in the, in the universe where they can get some answers as to how to actually like defeat the anti-monitor. So everyone on Brainiac ship is like, okay, where are we going? And Brainiac's like, don't worry about it. We've already arrived. As they step out, it's the planet apocalypse and they see Darkseid there and Darkseid is just like, you know, he, he sat out this whole thing. He's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, look, things are working out for me now.
0: I got to admit, I, I popped hard when I saw when I saw Darkseid again because they did tease him. I think he's in one panel early on and then you, you kind of forget about him. And then it's just to bring him back in issue 12 is just like, oh, shit. goddamn right. Darkseid's here. Of course he is. You can't have a multiversal crisis event without Darkseid playing a crucial role.
2: Yes, yeah, so, and like I said, they're they're going a dark side because he knows apparently the ultimate secret, something that has to do with his anti-life equation that can ultimately kill the anti-monitor. Dun, dun, uh, we dun. go we go back to Earth and we see that Hawk and Dove are still trying to go around saving people, but uh, you know things things must. Shadow come creatures. To an end dove di-
0: or Hawk? Di- is it Hawk that dies? No, Dove.
2: Dove dies. Yeah. Because people like Hawk. No one ever liked Dove. Yeah,
0: so so Hawk can get his solo series finally.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, so basically Dove dies and no one gives a shit. Except Hawk, who's screaming, Dove! And Dove is dead. So Dove is dead. They're back in uh, Salem at Dr. Fate's castle, where they're basically trying to find a way to um we we find out later we don't actually know what they're doing right
0: here but it's something some magic shit. it's dr occult and some green lanterns and there's a bunch of energy and they're just doing some shit and they will it'll come back in a bit
2: yeah so so basically what ends up happening is they're still at that place on earth uh, they, they, they've gone they've gone to that area of where it was earth prime but now it's part of this new earth it's where the last the quote last battle took place what they're doing is they're they're there and they're still trying to find a way if they can somehow reach the anti monitor. Meanwhile, what they end up finding is Psychopirate. Yes, that's right. Psycho Pirate is alive and he's basically gone crazy. So Kid Flash, uh, w- uh, Wally West, runs over and he's like, uh, "Guys, look over there." Well, yeah, it
0: was right before that that the Flash appeared again too, like uh, like Barry Allen Flash, and then they saw oh, Psychopirate yeah, like
2: yeah. like as a ghost or something. Like you see him, but like it's. But I think
0: it was like that. It was Flash because I think like when Flash died in the other ep- in the other issue like issue nine or issue eight i think um he like disappears as psycho is trying to grab him he's like bring you with me so i think what what basically what happened here is flash kind of passed through this moment in time and as he was dying and then so this is basically i think we kind of see it, it happens really fast because the, and then like somehow psycho gets left here with holding the you know flash's outfit
2: yeah. And like Psycho Pirate's gone freaking crazy. He's screaming, come on, Flash. He said, you save me. You promised you would. You promised the anti-monitor lied to me, but I know you won't. You're one of the good guys. The good guys never lie. I'm scared Flash so frightened. He's going to kill me unless you save me. Don't just sit there. Help me. Save me. And I mean, Psycho Pirate just tugging at this costume uh, that's been left behind because we saw Barry Allen turn into Ash. And at this point, Kid Flash is just Losing, he's like, no, 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 and he runs over and he punches Psycho Pirate. He's like, leave that uniform alone, get your stinking hands off it. So they, you know, they they basically uh, go and intervene between Psycho Pirate and you know Kid Flash before Kid Flash kills him. And at this point, everyone is looking around and they're basically like, um, that's that's Barry's uniform. So they think he's dead, but they don't think he's dead because we never see a body. They never see a body. We'll find out in twenty years, literally. Yeah. But at this point, um, you know, Pariah shows up because God knows he has to show back <laughs> of up. Of course he does. But now the the physical essence of the anti monitor appears as a giant and he he's in this giant George Perez full page spread, as terrifying as he looks, it's a great spread. Um, you whimpering fools, it's already too late. The moment you set foot on Quard, I guess that's what they call this? Quard. Yeah, Quard is the sealed.
0: Anti-Monitor's home
2: planet. And yeah. it's,
0: it's, like the, it's, the, it's the anti-matter
2: equivalent of Oa. So he's like, you sealed your fates. This is the day the universe dies. And what we now realize is that the Anti-Monitor wanted to be defeated to get the heroes to not pay attention, because instead of going and trying to kill a bunch of worlds, what he allowed to happen was for emerging, so that way he could get everybody on one and he can just kill all of the existence from here uh next you know next page takes us to atlantis and we see Lori. Lori lamaris Lori, this isn't Lori lamaris she's uh
0: i don't know anything about her but she can swim underwater i mean breathe underwater yeah.
2: she she dies anyway um we see uh they're just trimming
0: other- the fat they're just getting rid of like extra characters that are essentially useless
2: yeah, and I mean, the next page is just more buildings collapsing. We see Peacemaker. We see Green Arrow there. Everyone is going across all the major cities, Gotham, New Orleans. Skataris, I guess, is a place now. And uh <laughs> everything is just going back to shit because of those shadow demons. Meanwhile, now the... um the the heroes back on Quad are now fighting the Anti-Monitor, but they, they know that there's nothing they could really do. He's just kind of brought them here to, to kill them. So all the heroes start to try and get together and use all their powers at once to go ahead and kill him. And at one point, what they basically do is they get Dr. Light to send a giant concentrated beam of light as everyone else kind of weakening his shields. And it almost looks like he's dead. He He's shot back. That's
0: why the Monitor created her for this special for this one moment that this special moment in time that didn't even actually do the trick but whatever.
2: Yeah, so basically Dr. Light has served her purpose so she could get her own solo series. <laughs> so yes. now what ends up happening is that um some of the other universes are starting to split around and I don't <sighs> do we do we see who that is? Oh, yeah, so I think it's Alexander Luther. Right. so alexander luther basically somehow becomes god yeah so <laughs>
0: yeah, um, there's like seven deus ex machinas in this in this finale here
2: yeah so basically uh he does that and he's about to try and save the universe but then what happens is um the anti-monitor's not dead he's, again he gets up and he's like
0: he's nah, the fucking off. kenny of this thing really he's died like five times four of them in this issue
2: yeah so at one point um he comes back and he's like i'm back mofos and he uses he like spits out anti ma- antimatter vomit fire like godzilla and basically when he does that he just erases people from existence so he kills earth to wonder woman and at this point earth to superman is like losing his shit and he's just like yeah, you know that's the last straw some, some, some somebody's somebody's going to have to go back and try and fix things. So what ends up happening is earth Two Superman is just like, I'm fucking done with this. So he's just like, if someone's going to live, it's going to be me. So he betrays everyone else and he punches out earth one Superman, because what they're going to try and do is they're going to try and reset things using all this extra power because they've all figured out how to manipulate this time space continuum. And, uh, at this point, Uh, Alex Luther and uh, Superboy are basically like, no, we got to do what's right. So they they basically team up against the anti-modern Earth Two Superman to try and get things out the best way possible. Meanwhile, um, we're back on Apocalypse. And what uh, you want me to explain this? Because it's kind of
0: absurd. So basically, because Alexander Luther is made of both matter and antimatter, um, for some reason, that means that Darkseid can use his science. I, I love how it's always the science. Like my science is always the, he, he. can use his science as he explains to Brainiac and, and company to look through the eyes of Alexander Luther, and well, eventually I, I'll just take it home here. And then he basically does his what's it called the Omega Omega beam? Oh, yeah, is that the, what it is
2: the the Omega beam?
0: Yeah, he basically shoots his Omega beam through the eyes of Alexander Luther through through his science portal through Alexander Luther and blast the
2: anti-monitor away again. <laughs> you want to finish things off because we've only got a few pages left.
0: Is that pretty much it? Is this, is this after he did he come back from the shadow creatures again yet? Or is that no, this is, this is his final death, right? The shadow yeah. creatures are what brought him back the last
2: time. Yeah, he's he's dead dead now.
0: Yeah, because the last time. OK, so the last time he died, we found out that he, ba- he basically died once and then he reabsorbed the shadow creatures and came back to life and then he's alive again. But then we realized that what Dr. Occult and those Green Lanterns were doing was changing the nature of the shadow creatures so that they destroyed the Anti-Monitor. But then when that didn't work, then Darkseid came in as Deus Ex Machina number four and actually killed a Darkseid with his Omega beams. I believe yeah, I believe that was his, his actual final death there. Yeah.
2: Yeah so so now what's happened is now Alexander Luther can go ahead and safely create two Earths. So Earth Two Superman doesn't have to go out a villain. He brings back everyone that he remembers from Earth Two, including Lois. I don't think that's what happens. I think he just brings back Lois. He just saved Lois. No, because in the next one they um... now
0: nah, he even says he's like uh, he's like he's like um, you know we fought the good fight we succeeded. I wish I only had Lois had lived to, to this because basically the three of them are on the other side. Everyone else went back to Earth.
2: Is he giving them like their own like pocket world or something? Basically,
0: yeah. Because this is this is not to spoil it but uh, this is where they all come back from in in Infinite Crisis they they were all in this crisis universe so we get these characters all coming back and I won't spoil what they do but yeah he basically, I don't know if we're meant to know that yet. They don't really say what's going on. They're like, well, I guess we're going to go off into the unknown. And she, he's like, oh yeah, I had Lois right here. And she just comes out of him and there's a funny line. She, he, he says like, oh, I knew the how the universe would be reborn. I knew the consequences and I cannot let you of all the heroes suffer in that loss. And and he's like hugging Lois and she's like, I was inside him, Clark, in a place that was so beautiful. So apparently she was just living inside Alexander Luther for the last, you know, whatever until since the, since the Earth Earth's exploded and yeah, and then um yeah, they they just basically fade off into the unknown, whatever whatever that may be.
2: Yeah, so basically, like Wonder Girl also gets some type of like No, that's Earth Two's Wonder Woman. Yeah. So know.
0: yeah, Earth Two Wonder Woman, she didn't actually die. Although she, she actually...
2: went to she she basically became like a god and ended up in Olympus.
0: She went back in time and then was formed out of clay and became a god, and that is a Wonder Woman, and then there's also the other Earth One Wonder Woman that still is Wonder Woman that was born. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: So basically, this is now the new continuity on Earth One. Uh, we see who's alive, who's left. Like Power Girl is an orphan of Earth Two, so now she's sticking behind. Yeah, so um, they killed Supergirl and then left us behind Power Girl, who's basically, like you said,
0: thick super Thick.
2: Thick <laughs> AF. A good trade.
0: Yeah, I think it is a good trade to be honest.
2: I'm I'm Team Power Girl.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, We see that um, Wally West has become the new Flash, also known as my favorite version of the Flash. We see Jonah Hex was brought out of time, too. So he's hanging
0: around. By the way, they say Jonah Hex. Oh, now he's still Jonah Hex, this weird cowboy. Oh, but now he's in the future and fights there. Like, what? I don't even know anything about Jonah Hex in the future. I really kind of want to go read that.
2: That's pretty metal. Yeah. No pun intended. (laughs) And at the very end, we see uh, Lila and Lady Quark. And Pariah have all survived too. And they're doing like their own little memorial service. I'd be fine if him. none
0: of them survived personally. Yeah. I,
2: they're doing their own little s- memorial service for the monitor. They're like, you know, this would happen without him. And we see like a giant Mufasa like face of his in the sky because they're being all <laughs> sentimental. And then it was the very epilogue, we find uh, this guy at Arkham Asylum screaming, and all these doctors are like, who's this guy screaming about a crisis and stuff. And we see that psycho pirate is alive. He's held in Arkham and psycho pirate remembers everything that mm-hmm. happened. And that is what leaves us with, as they put it at the end, not the end but the beginning of the future.
0: Yeah. And I think in continuity, like I think even these characters that remember in this story, they basically forget eventually, you know, so that it's all, it does actually like merge the histories as if they've all always been there. Even though again, with some of them, it makes no sense. I'm not sure if power Girl always knows she was from somewhere
2: else or what it's, it's it gets kind of confusing. Earl does now. She does now.
0: Okay, so there's a few characters that know. Uh, The the 2
2: survivors remember everything and the excuse that they pull prior between this. So Jay
0: Garrick, the JLA, all those guys. So so
2: between this and 2004, 2005's Infinite Crisis, what you see is that the characters from Earth 1 slowly begin to forget because they've been imbued with this. From Earth 2. No, from Earth, Earth, one, from Earth they one, begin to forget. They just they just begin to accept. Oh, they forget, but the
0: Earth two ones don't.
2: Yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. And the Earth two ones are always like, "How are you forgetting all this shit?"
0: Do they ever bring it up? Or are they like, "Hey, they, don't they, you remember?" They, they're, and they're like, there's, <laughs> a,
2: "There's a reason why." Oh, interesting. I a reason why. Well, Can I? Can you tell me? Because all, all that all that like cosmic energy from like the antimatter universe and stuff like that it affected them. And what it's going to do is it's going to help lead to the splitting of the multiverses again. So that way you see a, re, a recreation of a lot of those planets that we saw lost and a bunch of them getting lost again, and it's messing with their heads. So they're mm-hmm. beginning to forget even who they are at certain points. It's just science. Just science. That's, that's just the simple anti-matter matter stuff, you know, the basics. <sighs> Man, um, we accomplish something big.
0: Can you imagine? There was probably a day if we tried to do this early on in the show, we would have done this in one episode. I don't know how, but we would. It would have been really long, but I'm we would have just tried to do episode. it.
2: Episode, yeah.
0: I'm so glad we split this into three parts. So glad.
2: Yeah, My God. this is this was this was people. You don't understand how much we were dreading getting to this story, but it was not for that no good bad. reason.
0: It was actually enjoyable. I mean, we'll just get right into the reviews. Like, I, I, do you want to go first? I kind of want you to go first.
2: I, I, I've always loved these crisis events. They're big you know, moments that you get to see things that you will never see in any individual book. Um, I remember reading Infinite Crisis first, my Uncle Brody, shout out to my Uncle Brody who listens. uh, He went ahead and sent me a hardcover version of that. And I was always like, this shit's crazy. It's awesome. And then a few years later, I read Crisis on Infinite Earths. I'm like, this shit's crazy. It's awesome. And uh, I mean, each time I read something like this, we had Final Crisis with uh, Grant Morrison and that. Was different, but then we had all like the the Dark Knights metal and the death metal events and everything else. And I mean, we we have even have to include like Zero Hour and all the Rebirth stuff. I mean, DC does it better when it comes to these I'll say that I've there have been very few big crossover events through DC that I dislike even some of the smaller more character focused stuff like death of Superman or mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, Batman death of, I'm not death in the family but when Batman got his back broken and shit like that like nightfall, they just do it great. Yeah. nightfall yeah like I mean that's
0: what sucked me into DC originally it was it was uh death of Superman and nightfall I was just so blown away by those events and I still even looking back at them I, I think they're really well done i mean maybe there's like some issues we don't need here and there and some extraneous character arcs we don't need but overall i mean it's a cohesive story that they really i think the key of both of these including with crisis here is that they're they were patient they they took a whole year with this they took a whole year with nightfall a whole uh, not uh, not a whole year with that, superman but th- with the entire storyline funeral for a friend and uh you return to superman and all that that was across the whole year so th- it's really i think the these these work when they're really planned out and they really stick to a plan and you know even if they get a little kind of convoluted kind of along the way if there's a cohesive plan they can make them work and dc does have a, a decent track record of doing that when they when they they put their hearts into it.
2: Yeah. And I mean, just, just comparing this to secret or all done by the same artists, secret wars. Um, Go, go and look at Secret Wars, which I still really love. That was the first big event I read as a kid. I was nine years old when I read it. Um, I still love Secret Wars, but I mean, you just look at how they did that versus what they allowed George Perez to do here. And, and I want to say it now because I want to make sure I don't forget about it. We joked a few episodes ago because I actually thought that George Perez had died and we did some impromptu live research and found that George Perez is alive yes. only two weeks later to learn that George Perez has been diagnosed with terminal cancer. Yeah pancreatic cancer and he has between six months to a year left so instead of undergoing chemotherapy or other treatments which would take a giant strain on him and only probably prolong his pain he's decided to uh, attend one more signing finish off his remaining commissions and he's had to cancel the others and he's going to spend the rest of his time uh, with us with his wife and his family Uh, you know it's 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 sad because we're losing him, but it's another one of those moments where we can appreciate the man that the the man who made such amazing artwork. I don't think comic book artists really get much credit because. I, you know, even now, which is sad, I think now they're getting more of their due, but like comic book art has always been put aside as like not real art. But when you look at people like him, like Alex Ross, oh,
0: Alex Ross, yeah, don't try telling that to Alex Ross.
2: Man. I mean, Greg Capullo, um, I mean, just, uh, you could name so many people. I mean, George Perez is easily on the Mount Rushmore of comic book artists with like Dicko sure. and others and Kirby, Kirby, um, Dicko Perez. And I don't know, I'll have to think about. Maybe someone from the modern era
0: for the for the fourth one. Maybe we'll Thanks maybe we'll do Joe. that a show. Maybe we'll do a, <laughs> maybe we'll do a show someday.
2: Maybe, maybe our Mount Rushmore's of artists, either way. Yeah. I mean, George Perez, um, I, uh, you know, it, it, it hit me when I saw that the other day and, you know, it's moments like this where it's like his work gets to live on and we get to enjoy and nerd out about it. And even though the man will not be here much longer, his spirit will live on through his artwork, like so many other fantastic artists throughout our age. And he is, uh, he is on there. So I'm going to go ahead and give my score. I'm giving George, I'm giving the artwork a five out of five. Can't, can't argue with any of this. I saw very few flaws. It's just he took each issue of such precision. You see, this with a lot of artists for big events like this, they kind of diminish. And I did criticize. I, I am. I am objective. Uh, when it came to um, Infinity Gauntlet, I did say that there were certain parts where, towards the last couple of issues, it looked like Perez had been kind of slacking a little bit. It's, it didn't seem as crisp and as uh, you know, not good as the first couple of issues. He he kept it consistent from issue one until the end of this 12 issue series. I'm giving it a five out of five. And then for the, for the story, I'm giving it, um, I'm not, I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of five only because my metric for stories is usually, is it good for beginners and is it good for new people? Not good for new people, but it's one of those situations where it's so much fun There's no way a new person wouldn't just be excited to learn about all these things and get to see so many character collaborations and everything else. I am giving Crisis on Infinite Earths by Marv Wolfman and George Perez a 9.5 out of 10.
0: All right. Well, uh, I'll start again with the art and again, um, you know sad about george perez while it was it was a roller coaster (laughs) we're glad to find out he's alive and then sad, sad to hear this news but uh what better way to honor the man than to give him his very well-deserved five double fives from the sbc crew um if there's if 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 five has a meaning that it has no meaning if this isn't a five you know like how could you not give this a five this is one of the best artists of all time at his best. This is some of his absolute best work. And it, the, just the deep, the, the fact that he can draw so many characters in such detail with such precision. I mean, you can have tiny panels with like 10 characters battling and unless you don't know the characters, cause there's a lot, but if you know who they are, you can tell who they all are. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And I, I mean, just to have, the, and you could tell there's the passion here. And I also like oh, he did a lot of unique things with layouts. Um, like the, the one issue with the, uh, like the monitor files. I really love how that whole thing was laid out. Um, it's just, it's just fucking beautiful. What else can I say? So of course the arc gets a five and I, I, I kind of went back and forth in the story a little bit, but I'll say this, this surprised me, even though I've read the story, it still surprised me how, how much of a slog it wasn't, you know, cause it, it it's a long and it took a while to get through, but it, it's not boring. It's never boring. There's always so much going on, almost too much going on. But I think in this special case, even though yes, it's not great for new readers necessarily. It's almost like it's it's not great for seasoned reader. Like it's so crazy that even you and I can't you know keep up with all the characters. So it's almost like when it's this crazy, eh, anybody should probably read it because it is like a classic story. Even if you're kind of new to comics, it's like shit. Just dive dive into the deep end and and dive into this thing. Listen to this podcast if you need help kind of breaking it down a little bit. And I mean, so yes, I, I will say the oh, my only real flaws with the whole thing because uh, it is really impressive how he really told a cohesive story. I like little aspects of it. I think there was a little too much Deus Ex Machina at the end there. There was like. Four times the anti died. Then, I'm oh no! God. Now no, we know. you're
2: God. No, I'm God.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but I do like that it was Darkseid that that delivered the death blow. That is like a very. Very good use of dark side and very consistent with his power level in terms of DC comics. And of course these two would feud again in Jeff's John's uh, dark side war many, many decades later, which is a great story. Um, uh, but yeah, I, 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 there are, I can't give it a perfect five because there are some elements I didn't exactly love. Um, and I, I, really, again, I could do without Pariah ever having existed and without remember Harbinger. The
2: new, remember the, the new wildcat? Yeah. Yeah. whatever
0: happens. happened to her. But <laughs> Ghost Tank, but then again, you get Ghost Tank, so you get points for that. So I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to give it a 4.5. It's great. It's it's very well done. It's For such a big story with so many characters, for Marv Wolfen to pull this off in, in what, at the end of the day, is a fairly cohesive fashion. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Not quite perfect, but still deserves a very high score, very high praise, and it got some high pra- praise from us because it gets an SPC total of 19. That is not our highest because we've had I think maybe two or three tens, um, but it's pretty darn close, pretty darn close. So this is obviously an absolute must read for any comic book fan. I'd say even if you're a newbie, I would just say, screw it. Just dive in because it's like too much to follow anyway. So just have fun with it and, and read it. I, I, I think everybody should read this.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If you think you're a comic collector and a comic aficionado, you cannot claim to be one if you have not read. Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I will say that even if you're not and you just want all the fun of it, I got to say one of the best uh, comic to screen adaptations has got to be the CW crossovers. Those were so much fun to watch. They spread between Arrow, Batgirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl. Uh, They even did something with Black Lightning. I watched all of those and they were awesome. And uh, it's uh, it's just one of those things where like DC fully embraced it even before Marvel did with Loki on screen. We got to see Ezra Miller meet um, Grant, you know, uh, Grant, Grant Gustin. Gustin, Grant Gustin, who plays the CW Flash and stuff like that. Like, it was so fun. They pull freaking Kevin freaking Smith to do a Talking Dead style post-crisis show. Like, just go watch that. You even get to see Brandon Routh return as Superman. Like, it's freaking crazy. So I, I highly recommend watching that, too. It's a it's a great, you know. It's fun to the stuff. It's, it's,
0: it's absolutely fun. fun. It's the only am- amount of WB superhero programming I've watched in the last couple of years. I just tuned in just for that and didn't didn't get me interested enough to go back to any of the regular <laughs> series. But it was fun. Yeah, I will. I will say that
2: you get to see everyone. They brought back Smallville Superman. Yeah. I mean, come on.
0: Um, but yet that that wraps it. That wraps crisis month for us. Um, we got a couple more weeks here in the in the year, so we're going to wind things down. Uh, but uh, of course, if you have enjoyed our antics over the last uh, almost a year and a half now, we urge you to consider tossing us your support over patreon.com slash second print pod where we do all sorts of bonus content including shows like what mark missed remzo rants and right now we are doing hawkeye recaps with it always starts off with one of us in charge and ends up you know a roundabout cast as you know, especially in my case uh you know scheduling conflicts and that such but uh this week remzo will be bringing you hopefully with a uh, caleb or maybe another guest the recap of the latest hawkeye yeah, with
2: all that and more patreon.com slash second print pod
0: oh yeah we have a sign up don't we <laughs> <laughs> we do? I almost forgot. Don't forget to read comics oh, <laughs> and, and change, change the fucking the world and change the multiverse. The
2: multiverse. <laughs> uh, adios, America. No.
0: Good night, everybody. <laughs> Whatever. Bye. We're crisis out. See ya.